Hello again, everybody, and welcome to another segment of Hollywood Memories. I'm Dan Roberts, the publisher of The Vegas Voice, and my great job is to serve as co-host to my favorite columnist, Beverly Washington. <laughs> Thank you again. Oh, my pleasure, Dan. Thank you so much. And thanks to all of you for tuning in. It means a lot to us. We're going to introduce a new segment and a continuous segment for you. And that's going to be called Beverly Washburn and her, the many, many men in her life. Because one of the things that I have noticed over the course of reading all your articles is that you've worked with a tremendous amount of actors. And I would like to start with the one that you introduced me to. And that was the one that I said, oh, my God, I love Beverly Washburn. And that was... Superman, George Reeves. Superman, that's right. I did the Superman and the Mole Man. Right. And how, do you recall how old you were? Um, I, it was at the very beginning of my career. I think I was still around six or mm -hmm. so. And, of course, when I got the call to work on Superman, I was very excited because I, I had no idea who George Reeves was. But I did know who Superman was. So that was a thrill for me. It has to be. I know that you weren't in the scene with Superman himself, but he was off screen and he was in he was in his uniform. Right. Yeah. As you mentioned, we weren't in a scene together. But the fact that he was on the set and walking around, I was just so thrilled because I thought he really was Superman. And you weren't but but you weren't nervous. You didn't. You didn't ask him if he can fix something or, or fly or nothing <laughs> I, like that. I was just in awe. It was so thrilling for me to be that young and think that I'm with the real Superman. Maybe of course he's the real Superman. Of course. <laughs> and it, I guess he treated you very well as, a, as a, again, you're a child. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was terrific. And the little mole, well, if, for those of you who might have seen it, it was Superman and the Mole Man. Right. I was the little girl in um, the bedroom where the Mole Man climbed in through the the window and we start playing ball and and yet again i mentioned it to you previously when i first saw it that episode scared <laughs> the hell out of me these, these little men and yet you were never terrified of them were you no for some reason i thought they were cute and um i happened to be at a, an autograph show several years ago and this very nice man came up to my table and he saw the the photo with uh, me sitting there on the floor with the moment and he said I've seen that episode and he said I I just want to ask you he said because we're about the same age we grew up kind of at the same time and he said did those little men scare you You're right like you said yeah. and I said no I thought they were cute and he says to me and I quote he said well, they scared the crap out of yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> and again, it, it was just acting to you. Well, it was just pretending, I should right. say, right? Yeah. Okay. But now you're with Superman in his costume, and yet you had the opportunity to work with George Reeves again. Right. And it was a few months after that, ironically, I got cast in a TV show. It was four-star playhouse, I believe, and it was called The Heart of Gold. Mm -hmm. And the parents were George Reeves and Anita Louise. And I played their daughter, and my brother was played by Tommy Reddick, who people will remember as the little boy Jeff on the series Lassie. Right. In fact, he told me that there was no Santa Claus, and I never <laughs> forgave him for that. Uh, anyway, I digress. Um, so it was a very sweet story, and I wear this little heart locket, and there's a snowman outside, and... Um, Tommy, who played my brother and I, we go out and I put the locket into the snowman and it comes to life. And it was played by Edmund Gwynn. 
But the dad, your dad was George Reeves. But、um, on the set, the crew, because they knew who he was, of course, I didn't.、Um, they would rib him, you know, and tease him, and and they would refer to him as Superman. And I was so young, I couldn't quite. Compute, compute in my mind. Like, why are they calling him Superman? So I asked my mother, why, why are they calling him Superman? So she said, Well, honey, he really is Superman, but he's just play acting to be your father. And that was good enough so, for you, huh? Yeah,、oh, I was so relieved. <laughs> and yet, he, George Reeves, always will be Superman,、yes. no matter how many roles he did. And yet. He took it with grace, right? I mean, he、mm-hmm. he wasn't angry at the crew for making fun of no, him. No, he was he was a terrific man, and I had the pleasure years later of、um, meeting Noel Neal, who played Lois Lane, and in Superman in the moment it was Phyllis Coates. So I got to know both of them because we had met at various Superman conventions, and I asked both of them、uh, on separate days. What they thought happened to George Reeves because you know that his death was never,、yeah. never really solved. And both of them, and they didn't know what the other one was going to say because they weren't together in the same room. Both of them said to me, "He never would have committed suicide. He、really? was very excited about a new prospect that he was putting together." And so both of them say, and they knew him, of course, a lot better than I did. I was just six when I met him, and both of them said. That he, that, I mean, sadly, it was it, never it, tragic. Again, to a, a, super, tragic. a superhero, Superman himself. I know. And, you know, and speaking of superheroes, again, you go from Superman to the Lone Ranger. I know. With Clayton Moore, how did that come about?、Uh, well, I went on the audition. I went to read for it, and again. I was a fan of the Lone Ranger, so that to me was the thrill to be able to work with the Lone Ranger, and.、Um, Actually, a couple years ago, I was fortunate. I got to meet his daughter, Dawn, and little did I know when I was, you know, like I guess I was ten or eleven, that all these years later that I would actually meet his daughter. It was very exciting for me. And Clayton Moore himself. Good guy, bad guy. Did he treat you well? Did he smack you around? Or, <laughs> oh yeah, he smacked me around. But no, but but I mean. You sound like he was also a, just a gentleman, a very nice guy. I know he he was terrific, and people always say to me, "Well, how come you say everybody's wonderful? They can't all be wonderful." But honestly, Dan, I,、um, I was very blessed to have worked with some of the nicest people, and it almost seems like the bigger star they were, the nicer they were. And、um, he he was terrific, and for me, it was a thrill not only to be with the Lone Ranger, but Tonto. Well, well, you know what? I'm going to save Tonto for later, but. Clayton Moore himself, he had something in his contract that he always had to wear the mask. Talk a little bit about exactly. That. He had it in his contract that he was never allowed to be photographed without his mask. And so、uh, one weekend, well, we filmed most of it in Kanab, Utah, and the rest of it was filmed on the set at、uh, Warner Brothers Studios. As I mentioned, he was never allowed to be photographed without his mask on. And so、uh, this one weekend, we were、um, at this. Um, motel in, in Kanab, Utah, where most of it was filmed, and we had the day off, so everybody was hanging out at the pool. Well, Clayton Moore was swimming in the pool, of course, without his mask on. He was swimming, and a fan happened to recognize him, so she asked him if she could have his autograph. So he said, "Yes, one moment." So he quickly ran over and got his mask and put it on, and stood there and posed, but. 
to me, I, w- I was like, I don't know, 10 or 11. And it, it was comical to me because here I'm seeing this man, this man standing in his swimming trunks and a mask. And a mask. It was a Lone Ranger mask because he wasn't allowed to be photographed without it. There was a scene on an event that involved the Lone Ranger, which I'm sure you remember. <laughs> and you remember. Yeah, it was, it was pretty funny. We were on location in Kanab, and at the end of the scene, he jumps on silver and rides off into the sunset. Well, his Lone Ranger costume was quite tight. And so when he got on silver to ride off, his pants split in the back, and he wasn't aware of it. And so the director, I guess he wanted to keep it as an outtake or just, I don't know, be funny. So he told them to keep rolling. So anyway, so the Lone Ranger jumps on the horse and he's riding off with his pants split open and his bare butt was hanging out. And uh, so the uh, conversation for the rest of the film every day the crew would rib him and, you know, tease him about the fact that there was the Lone Ranger riding off into the sunset while he was mooning everybody. And <laughs> as a little girl, were you embarrassed? I was embarrassed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was funny, but I was a little embarrassed. And, but you know, the crew thought it was pretty funny. And so did you, I Well, assume. I do now, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you worked with the Lone Ranger, and then you also worked with Tonto, and that was Jay Silverheels. Yes, very nice man. Very soft-spoken, very quiet, very gentlemanly, and um, it, it was really an honor to meet him as well. And again, when you worked with Clayton Moore and Jay Silverheels, they were all very nice to you, huh? They were. But, you know, then again, I was a little girl. It would be horrible if they were mean to a child. Well, no, not, not even a question of mean, but they ignored you, or they just patted you on the head and said, leave me alone, or, they didn't do any of that. No, they were just just kind and welcoming and helpful. And, you know, we'd rehearse the scenes first, and they were always very complimentary and sweet. I mean, it wasn't like we hung out together or, I understand, you know, yeah. went out for a drink afterward or anything. Yeah, right. But um, it, it was just a thrill for me. And you have so many stories. Luckily for us, they're all in your book, Real Tears. If somebody wants to purchase this book and get it, how do they go about doing it? It's available on Amazon. Just go to Amazon.com and um, order it. And then if you um, are kind enough to do that and you want me to sign it, I'd be happy to if you just send it to the Vegas Voice. And I'll send it back to you at no charge. No charge. No there charge. You go. <laughs> and I know you do that because we get the request all the time. Thank so. You. We're going to have some more segments with, again, the many, many men in your life. <laughs> and, uh, again, I thank you for letting me co-host it with oh, you. I really thank you, appreciate Dan. It. I appreciate it. And thanks to all of you for watching. It means a lot. And this is Dan Roberts and Beverly Washburn for Hollywood Memories saying we'll see you again soon.